0: Hi, welcome to our Teacher Story podcast. This is Kate Daniel. Today, I'm here interviewing Holly Mori. She's a sixth grade teacher here in San Diego, and what we're going to find out today is what are some of the challenges that she's facing now that we're ten weeks into the school year, um, with she's with a new group of kids. And I'm just really interested to know how are things different this year. What's happening in your classroom right now? Hi, Holly. Hi, Kate. Thanks for having me on today. Thanks thanks for coming. So
1: in my classroom this year, we're having some challenges with uh, friends being social, uh, the things that are happening socially on the playground. And they're coming in, bringing it into the classroom, some problems getting along or making friends or being able to relate to one another. So that is one of our challenges that we're facing.
0: Yeah, I think that's typically something we see a lot in the middle school years with friendships. They're sort of just figuring out who they are and friendship problems kind of come out a lot of times in when in those middle school years. Can you tell us a little bit about just your class in general and you know, what's your makeup? What are some of the... Um, Things that you would say typically happen in inside and out of the classroom in terms of some of those connections that are and aren't happening with the friends. Sure. So the classroom is made up of about twenty-eight students. That's and a big,
1: big group. Big group. <laughs> Not as big as some. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's bigger. <laughs> and we're focusing in class a lot on social emotional learning how to kind of work through these problems and work together to find solutions to things that happen on the playground, but generally they're having issues on the playground and those issues are sort of spilling over into the classroom where we're trying to move on to a lesson or work together on a project and some of the relationships that are strained um, definitely have an impact on how they're doing on projects or working together collaboratively. So we really need to teach them how to leave what's happening on the at the door as they come in um, to have a good, like, open
0: mindset to be able to, to do their learning. So, like, on, on any given day when they come in in the morning, do you feel like those issues aren't happening, but then as the day progresses, they go to recess, they go to lunch, those problems start to kind of bubble up, and then midway through the day, they can't focus or they're having a hard time focusing on on learning because of whatever is happening outside the classroom doors.
1: Yes. Sometimes they'll come in in the morning and it'll be something that will transition into the mm-hmm. room to start with because maybe it was they're texting last night and uh, having problems over, you know, during on their own time that carries over in the morning. Mm-hmm. But he, typically they come in fresh, they're ready to go, uh, and then we have these little hiccups that happen out at recess or out at lunch recess and then it's coming back to the door as we're heading back into the classroom.
0: For those of you, for those of the listeners that don't know how your school is made up. You said morning recess, lunch recess. You're in an elementary setting. Is that right? That's correct. So you, at your school, you've got kids kindergarten through sixth grade, which is unusual for sixth grade. Most of the time, sixth graders are in a middle school setting with sixth, seventh, and eighth graders. Right. Do you think that that age grouping maybe impacts this a little bit? Or, or can you think of any other contributing factor? I'm just thinking about you know they're 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 sort of the top of the school. So mm-hmm. um, I'm wondering how that dynamic might affect this.
1: I think that it does, you know contribute to their feeling of top dogs and yeah. wanting to kind of be the top dog of the sixth grade class. So it's a little bit of this competitive um, spirit of, you know, I'm in charge and I want to be the the top dog, you know. Um, which I think in this particular case, that the fact that we're in the elementary school does contribute to that feeling and the
0: competitiveness. Do you see, like, do you see that it's an issue when they're working independently only? I, you mentioned that you felt like collaboration is when it started to bubble up more in the classroom. Are there any other times of day, or is there a particular activity? Can you just kind of walk me through what? What does that look like when in the classroom when these problems are arising? Can you just walk me through what, what does that look like and how do you respond as the teacher? So let's say we're getting ready to do
1: an activity and we're choosing um, – I use class cards. So we're choosing their name out of a card, kind of like drawing their name out of a hat. And we're, I'm getting this little tiny bit of feedback of – if they're called with a person that maybe they had a problem with a conflict with on the playground, now they're getting called to be partners in a math poster, um, that we're doing together. There's that hesitation or that, uh, you know, kind of hesitation to work a reaction, a reaction. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, that's being handled and, and worked on, but my, my goal is that we don't have to even have the reaction, um, or the feeling of wanting to have a reaction for them that's that's being that's happening
0: how would you say this impacts or does it does it impact the amount of learning that can happen in your classroom how, what are you seeing in terms of the effect of these social issues on the environment and getting through the material that you need to get through so
1: building a community a class community has always been you know, a number one priority for me. And as we came in this year, I think that it it really, we made a lot of connections, we build, built a lot of good relationships. And then because this is a transitioning time from for them, for learning how to sort of manage their own emotions and really be able to deal with the problems that are coming up socially, I, I really think this is just like a little bump in the road and that we just need to figure out a good way to resolve the things that are happening, and then it'll be one more way that they can grow and learn and uh, be able to kind of be smooth sailors from from
0: there out. Is time an issue? I mean, are you finding that you're that you're spending an unreasonable amount of time dealing with these social issues in the classroom, or do you are do you have a system in place? For the, they come in from one of these breaks and they are having a situation with their friends, do you already have a system in place that addresses it? And if you do, is there anything that would make it more efficient or helpful for you?
1: Possibly. There, There's always room for improvement or growth in, in a system that you have. Um, I would say that they know, they acknowledge that They need to try to check things at the door as they come in, emotions and uh, incidences that happen, but they also know if it's something that's really bothering them that they know I will take time with them to work through things. And I let them know that it's in my best interest and theirs that, that we work to get along and be able to solve some of these problems that they're having so that we can continue on and learn and grow as best as we can without things hindering us. Um, But yes, sometimes it does take time. Um, And sure, I would love more suggestions on what, what I could do to
0: work through those. Well, we really appreciate you being a part of our podcast today. And we will look forward to sharing some of the design ideas that come out of this interview. So thanks, Holly. Thanks, Kate.